0: I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be recording today. We are back into catching up on the episodes, which I'm going to be talking about today a little bit, because I got a question surrounding capacity and changing bodies and life circumstance and not being able or, you know, like an autoimmune condition or something, which are all real, obviously, and they all impact the way that we show up and how that shows up within the larger capacity of our nutrition and fitness. and. I have gone through all of these things. So I'm going to be talking about my own journey with these things briefly. And then I'm going to be talking about some things that you can do in order to help yourself feel better and just to continue to honor where you are. And I just want to say that this is hard, right? Like it's hard to go through periods where you can't show up fully. It is hard to accept that. Uh, And I also want to say that I think it's really important for us to tell ourselves the truth here and be really, really honest, because I think that we can also, on the other extreme, sometimes use use it as an excuse and like not do something that we actually do have the capacity for. We sort of like give up before we even start because we're like, oh, somebody told me that I shouldn't do this. So I'm just not going to do it. So this is really about finding that middle place of where you are and what you have the capacity for. And that's going to take some trial and error and it's going to take, and it's going to take you trying stuff and then seeing how do I feel? Does this work for me? Because, it's constantly going to be changing throughout life. And as we change, as life circumstances change, as life ebbs and flows, and that is the hardest part of a nutrition and fitness journey. The fact that it is never static, you never arrive, you never get there. That is hard. (laughs) That is a really hard truth to accept. Like, oh, should I have to do this work forever? Yes. (laughs) You guys, sometimes I wish I didn't have to do it. And I try to be really honest about that. But the truth is that this is a forever lifetime daily thing that gives us more than I think we can, that we can even fathom. And it is something that teaches me the most. My life would not be the same without it. And I think continuing to relate to ourselves in this way and... Take action, it can be life's greatest teacher. So, can't wait to dive into that in a moment. Uh, just some quick housekeeping I have a workout program coming out at the end of this month. I'm going to be starting a waitlist for that. So, stay tuned for that. You can find the waitlist at the link. In the show notes, I will also be sharing it on Instagram. Um, I also am going to finally be opening up five nutrition coaching spots. So, I have had several clients graduate over the last few months, and I am ready to welcome in some new people. I hardly ever publicly open my nutrition coaching because. I have inquiries and stuff coming in, and I haven't, again, marketed it in a long time, which is like, you know, probably should do that more, but I just didn't have room. And uh, I can't wait to help you. Uh, I feel like there are so many amazing things that can happen with one-on-one coaching, and part of it is what we're gonna be talking about today. So you can find the link to apply to work with me, in the show notes as well and I will be talking about that on Instagram. Additionally, I'm opening up three spots for business mentoring one-on-one one-on-one. Uh, I'm also going to be opening up the Intuitive Macro certification that's going to start in April. So lots of really amazing things coming. I am also going to be start going to start sharing uh, relationship stuff on TikTok mostly. I want to be talking about relationships because I think that so much of of what we do in this work is about our relationship to ourselves and really looking at our relationship to food and movement in order to prove ourselves. Next level is relationships with others. And literally everything is about our relationship to something. And we can learn about our relationship so much about ourselves through our relationships, whether that's a friend, romantic, family relationships, this is how we grow and learn in relationship to others and vulnerability and intimacy and i have learned so much so i, I like i tried to make my voice deep there to sort of like <laughs> portray and demonstrate how much i know um through experience through reading and stuff and i feel like right now i'm in a really good place with it all and sometimes if you're a creator like sometimes you just need to let shit marinate for a while before you're ready to share it so tiktok is going to be my avenue for that so within the next week or so you can stay tuned for me talking about attachment relationships toxic relationships Dating, all of those things, super, super passionate about that subject, codependency, all of that. So let's dive into this episode today. Uh, Let me bring up my notes. My mouse is not working, it is not dead. So, um, when it comes to radical acceptance around where we are in our journeys, it's hard because sometimes we have something in mind that we want to do and our body or our lives have other plans. And oftentimes it's the stress of life that makes an impact on what we can do with our bodies, right? Because the truth is that the, that this is about capacity. This is about How much can I handle in this moment? Because everything that we do has an input. And if you've ever done, if you've ever like heard of spoon theory, This is essentially, it's essentially really similar to what Caroline Mice says about the energetic dollars, where on any given day, we have a certain amount of spoons or a certain amount of energetic money that we can spend. If you already have to spend money or spend or use spoons to manage your life, you're not going to have a lot left over. And then eventually you're going to get into debt or not have any spoons to give which just puts you in a worse place so I think that this is why the answer to this is radical acceptance and like really honoring that capacity because there's also something that when we have a lot of stuff happening externally it's hard to live in our bodies like we avoid living in our bodies and when we're working on our bodies whether that's through food or movement If our pattern has been to not live there and not be present and to disassociate, you're not going to have capacity to move in and be in there, right? That is the greatest work of our lifetime, I think, right? Like being able to stay rooted in your body and be present. I love Ayana Van Zandt's definition of love and specifically self-love, which is being able to sit with yourself as you are going through different things and being able to sit by your own side in awareness, keeping yourself company as you're going through a shitty ass feeling. And also when you're going through joy, obviously it is not as easy (laughs) to be with yourself as you're going through an uncomfortable emotion. But I, that is something I want to talk about too, because really exposing yourself to that discomfort is how we grow and how we become more resilient and how we get better. So I have gone through a lot of stress-related things. The first one was when, uh, I mean, just like in life, but like let's catch up on like food stuff when it, you know, because that's what we're talking about today. But when I was going through my low-carb CrossFit keto slash AIP journey, don't do that, by the way. Don't ever go low-carb and do CrossFit. (laughs) Horrible idea. You will get very stressed out. But when I was going through that, it was the time that I was most inflamed and also had the least amount of food selection. So I'm not going to talk about that today in terms of like healing elimination diets. I would recommend at the Loving Diet, my friend Jessica Flanagan for that, because even she has said she's a specialized in giving elimination diets. Even she has said that she doesn't believe in them anymore. You know, we just kind of did an elimination diet episode, but, um, I was just really inflamed during that time. It wasn't until I started eating carbohydrates again and really began to, um, give myself enough food and not train so hard that my body kind of calmed down. So I lived pretty quote unquote normal for a while after that. This was like, you know, um, 2016, 2017, 2018, um, 2019. And then 2020, I got a divorce. And I went through a lot of things on top of that as well. So I had, you know, I was Uh, Having changes in my sexuality. I got into a new relationship. My family did not like that. I moved. The pandemic was happening. So I was having a lot of stress happening. And sometimes when that happens, our thyroid becomes affected because our thyroid is impacted by cortisol, stress hormone. And when that happens, it affects your metabolic rate. So you can't burn as much food when you are doing that. So I actually ended up. you know, gaining a little bit of weight during that time. And I paired it with doing a bulk which was helpful, uh, at least to like shuttle some of that into muscle, shuttle some of those like extra calories into muscle, which my body needed at the time. Um, But my body just sort of revolted because I was going through so much stress and I could not, I did not have the capacity to handle things. So I backed off in my exercise a little bit. I was not doing cardio during that time. Um, Over time, uh, things sort of regulated. I think that I sort of, was able to build more emotional and physical capacity by exposing myself to smaller bouts of stress. So that's why it's important during this time to just like not give up completely, but like still try to do something. Then I found, uh, you know, my normal again after that things calmed down. And then when I moved home almost a year ago, how crazy, uh, it's nine months now, um, because my dad got sick, I was also very stressed. Obviously, I was also going through a breakup during that time. Another move, all very stressful. Uh, Other things that I never talked about on social media as well that were incredibly stressful. Uh, I ended up sort of getting laser focused on doing my actions and my body did have capacity during that time. So I got like super in shape that summer. I had more activity. I ended up being in a deficit. I just got into this place where I was like, I'm going to be my best right now. I'm going to be working out. I am going to be, I'm focused on my dad. I'm laser focused on these things. And I think I, and I did a lot of work stuff during that time too. Like I did the intuitive macro certification. And when my dad died in August, I went into, I don't, I honestly don't know if it was a depression or I I honestly, I don't know. Um, Looking back, I was, I think just like had periods. uh, It's probably just normal, right? Like when you go through something like that to have periods where like you need to cry more. And obviously that is a huge traumatic event. And I even read somewhere over the weekend that like Whenever that happens, you need to prepare yourself for like an irrational depressive episode of like six months. And I'm like, did I have like a low level something? I didn't really notice it at the time, but I just didn't have as much capacity. I didn't have as much capacity to um, do everything that I wanted to do with everything because so much of it was going to managing my emotions. I was also traveling a lot and uh, doing a bunch of stuff, not eating my regular food. And like that had an impact on me too. Like I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping as much. I was drinking a little bit more. I was eating a little bit more. I was trying to eat more protein. Uh, I was putting on muscle during this time as well, because I already had a solid base of muscle. And I got a little bit shaken um, from my foundation, because I felt, I think, a need to or a desire to dissociate because of obviously dealing with my dad's death, which was a huge, 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 that was hugely impactful on me and will continue to be. Uh, If you have lost a parent, you know what that's like. And now I've gotten to a place now a month into the year where I really feel Like I've been in a groove of feeling good and I have more capacity to dedicate to my workouts, consistency, uh, more stuff with work and I am feeling good with that. So that is sort of my story of how life stress and chronic stress and even chronic, uh, inflammation and autoimmune stuff can impact you. So whatever it is that you're going through out there, uh, know obviously that it is valid and know that it will have an impact on how you show up. Um, The first thing that we want to do is sort of take inventory. How are things feeling? Are you, what type of workouts are you doing, right? Like if you are doing strength training workouts, um, maybe don't do them CrossFit style so you don't have a huge stress on your system. Maybe really manage stress in terms of exercise where we talk about duration and intensity. So if you are doing something intense, making sure that it is shorter duration. And if you're doing something that is not as intense, like walking, you can make it a longer duration. So really trying to not have a big impact on your cortisol. And maybe you can, again, the thing here is to find the gray area. How can you find the gray area where maybe you're not lifting balls to the wall, but you're lifting some, maybe you're not doing a full-on deficit, but you're trying to keep your food quality up and you're trying to eat at maintenance and listen to the signals, right? I, I hate that term, listen to your body, but like the only way we really know how something is working for us is to test it and to see. So like go out there and do something and then go through your biofeedback markers, which are, you know, your mood, your energy, how you feel overall, like how is your focus, your brain fog, your, your, um, your emotions, your libido, Your what is happening with your physical body? How is your skin? How is your digestion? How's your performance in the gym? These are the markers that we want to look at in order to really gauge: should I be doing more, or am I okay right now? And then from there, you can back off where you need to. Uh, Oftentimes with nutrition, it can be either again, this is so variable, but it can be an under-eating issue. It could be under-eating carbs or protein. It could also be overeating if you know that you are having a habit of me be eating more sugar and having lesser food quality like that can be you know something that's really common as well but really if you're got if you're in a place right now where you're like I'm not feeling well do that inventory and then ask yourselves the, ask yourself the question what can I control I can control how much I eat I can control how much I work out obviously to a degree there are other things in place there from you know your resources systematic issues stuff like that. Uh, And then what can you not control, right? So you can control how much you eat for the most part. You can control what you eat to a degree. You can control how much you move. You control your stress practices. Uh, You can control the inputs that are happening. And then what can you not control, right? What are the things that are happening in your life that you can't control if you have an autoimmune flare, if you have something stressful happening and then even worse if somebody's like reacting to that stress, right? Right. You can't control other people. Sometimes you can't control what is happening in your body. And then from there, I think in every aspect, so like eating, movement, um, business, relationship, whatever area you're trying to work on right now, go through those things. What can I control? What can I not control? And then what are the action steps that I can take specific? Can I you know, track my macros? Can I try to increase my protein? Can I try to include a carbohydrate at every meal? Can I really look at my emotional eating habit? Uh, the The specifics of that would be, can I stay present with myself during the day and then practice a pattern interruption so that I can, you know, deal with this and look at it? Uh and then looking at what you can control when you can to what you can do go hard in that direction like i'm a fan of doing because it makes you feel better i hate that sometimes because i'm like i just want to like wallow in this feeling doing makes you feel better it always does the second part of this is can you trust that you will come back one day because you will sometime and your brain will trick you. Sometimes your brain will tell you, Oh, you ruined it all. Even worse if like you're not starting a journey. If like you've started a journey, if you got into a certain place and then you backslide like that can feel so mentally taxing. You can deal with body dysmorphia. Trust me, I have dealt with all of this body dysmorphia. You are body checking, you're weighing yourself, you are doing all these things that aren't really like conducive, to your present self, you're also doing a ton of comparison to your old self and to other people. And like, it's just not helpful, you know? So can you trust that you will come back one day? And at the same time, another thing, can you trust that you are meant to be going through what you're going through in some way? Now, I don't mean this about disease or sickness necessarily, like, please know I'm not talking about that. But can you trust that like you're meant to slow down right now? And also what you learn during this time will be valuable as you move forward. Sometimes we don't pay attention unless our back is up against the wall or something has happened to change us, right? So that's just something to keep in mind that it's important to be honest with ourselves about these things. And it is important to know that you will come back. Second part of this or next part of this, can you trust that you will be okay either way? Eek, I know. (laughs) Not the most fun answer. Um, But can you trust that you will be okay and that you can find groundedness and peace in this moment by accepting it? I really love, there is this creator called The Little Shaman. You can find her on YouTube. You can find her on Instagram. She talks a lot about denial and acceptance. And the thing is that so much of everything is about radical acceptance. It's about truly being honest with yourself and accepting the circumstances because she says something that's like, it doesn't matter if you like the rain or not. If you go outside, you're going to get wet if you don't have an umbrella, right? Like you can't change that. And we spend so much energy like fighting and being like, I don't, I can't believe this. And I think it's normal, like feel your feelings obviously. But at some point accepting what is happening allows you to funnel that energy of the tantrum and whatever else that like continued tantrum it's normal to have like maybe a mini one um it allows you to funnel that energy into doing and being like again what are the controllables what are the not controllables can i focus there so i can feel better and feel like i have agency and power in my own life when i feel like i have none and i'm just sending a big hug to anybody out there going through this right now because like I said I was just there I talked about it on my recap trip like the last part of this year was not easy and even some of the beginning of this year just a lot going on and I'm slowly coming back and remember that there are seasons to life you will have a season again that. Your capacity will be a little bit stronger, but I know for sure that everything that you go through allows you to get a little deeper, a little better, have better insights, and it is all meant to be. I'm sending you a ton of love. I can't wait to talk to you on the next one. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful day, night, or wherever you are. It felt weird because that wasn't the normal sign off, but I'm sending you a ton of love either way. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.